from the dark web to your radio dial. You are listening to CyberTalk Radio on News 1200-WOAI. Welcome to CyberTalk Radio. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt, a 20-year internet security veteran. And I'm uh, joined by a repeat guest. Uh, at least we have two in the studio this week uh, joining me uh, and joining you out there in our listening audience. So I would like to introduce Jason and Julia here in a moment. But if uh, you're uh, just turning the radio dial on right now and you uh, won't be in your car the whole way, uh, you can continue to listen to this on iHeart streaming uh, on your iPhone, your Android device, on your web browser and your computer. If you uh, are not going to stay with us throughout the full broadcast, this will go up on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com on Tuesday, July 31st. Uh, this episode and all of our past episodes as well are up there archived on the website or if you uh, prefer podcasting apps, if you look it up and you can't find it in the podcast app of your choice, please find us on Twitter at Cybertalk Radio. Let us know what your favorite podcasting app is and we will work to get uh, ourselves published in there for you so uh, we're going to talk about the school out hackathon uh, this week so julia can you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, let everyone know a little bit about how this whole schools out hackathon thing got started yeah so um i'm julia i'm the director of the schools at hackathon um, so the Schools at Hackathon is a 24-hour computer science event for high school students, completely free in San Antonio, Texas. Um, it's an opportunity for students to get out there and create their first website, app, hardware, or whatever thing they have in mind that involves computer science. Um, we welcome students no matter what their prior programming experience is, whether they're a novice and never written a line of code before, or if they're an expert programmer, um, there's an opportunity for them um, throughout the classes we offer. Um, SOHAC started in 2014 with a group of high school students who were interested in computer science and heard about hackathons, and they realized what a a magnificent experience this was, and they wanted to offer it to high school students as they realized it's primary for college students. Um, So they kind of organized things, reached out to Rackspace, and launched SOHACS 1 with 500 students. It was the largest high school hackathon in the South. Um, And then the following year, they continued that tradition, but moved over to Trinity University, um, and where we limited the number of students so that students were able to gain more out of the experience. Since then, we've been running for currently four years, and we're celebrating our fifth year this August, third and fourth, the first week of August at Trinity University. So if folks are listening right now, uh, can they sign up and register to attend still? Yes. So registration is still open. Um, and students are able to sign up, so are mentors and volunteers. Jason, you want to explain a little bit about that? Okay. You can sign up at SOHACS.com, and that is www.sohacks.com. And, Jason, so this is your second time on CyberTalk Radio. So what were you here uh, joining us uh, talking about before? Okay, the first time was uh, an introduction to Castic High School. We're a new high school, and... Yeah, so if you wanted to hear Jason uh, talk about that and about Castech High School and SAISD here downtown in San Antonio and some of the innovative uh, computer education going on there, uh, you can find that uh, on our rebroadcast on our website, which I, I gave you at the start of the program. Jason, on um, who can attend this? So, uh, SoHacks coming up here in August. You can go to the SoHacks website, sign up and register as a, an attendee. So, uh, is who's this? Who's the audience? So our market or who can volunteer is so volunteers can be anybody that has that anybody that wants to. So but a mentor, you have to at least have a skill in computer science. So maybe you're a proficient in like Java, JavaScript, Python, Ruby, whatever language. And maybe you want to like mentor students that want to build. So you'll come in and then we'll set up a workshop. 
and um, you can work with them. But the students that we target is ninth grade to 12th grade. Yeah. So anyone entering ninth grade is eligible as well. And anyone who just recently graduated 12th grade. Okay. And do I need to bring my own computer to sew hacks or how does that stuff work? Um, we, we do advise you to bring your own computer, but if you do not have a computer, we do offer computers for people who don't. That's one of our goals is to break down as many barriers as we can. Yeah. So a lot of it is like, well, so a lot of hackathons aren't really for high school students. They're more like they're more targeted at college students. That's why we're a high school ran hackathon. So it's all high schoolers that come and it's also put on by students. So we're student ran high schoolers attend and that's. And so you're joining us uh, here on the program this week uh, through a, a summer internship with SoHax. Is yes. that is that's what's going on there for you? <laughs> yes. Yeah, we're yeah. very excited to have mm-hmm. him on board um, as he will be running SoHax next year. Yeah. So really, really run by high schoolers for high schoolers, um, and just not only at the event, but you're really working on on how to make the whole thing an amazing experience for high school students. Definitely. Um, And we try to take a different approach, as Jason was talking about, in that um, the school's out hackathon isn't like typical people think hack. You're breaking into a computer and you're trying to figure something out. But we take it from the learning approach and that we want students to get introduced to computer science through different classes. Um, So if you're an artist out there and you don't have a portfolio, this is a great opportunity to learn how to build your own website and publish everything that you do. Or if you're a gamer, maybe you can create the next Minecraft out there. Um, But it's very much a collaborative process of learning how to code and creating a prototype or some type of um, object or app or hardware that you can present at the end um, and work with teams and peers because you can really learn a lot from different students out there. Yeah. So if if I I go to SoHacks.com, I sign up, I show up on August 3rd. Uh, What time do I show up? What happens? Walk me through my weekend. So um, we start, we kick things off at 11 a.m. on Friday, August 3rd at Trinity University in the Center of Science and Innovation Building. We're very thankful to have Trinity University and the Entrepreneurship Center to help us out every year. Um, So there we'll have check-in where we'll have over, we have over 28 sponsors helping us out this year, which we're really thankful for. Um, And we'll have different sponsor booths as well as check-in. Um, we're very excited about SAMSAT Museum. They'll be bringing in different arf- artifacts from the museum as well as drones, 3D printing, um, and a lots of, of hands. Yeah, yeah. Um, lots of hands-on activities. Also, um, during registration, you'll have an opportunity to play with the HoloLens from Mark- Microsoft as well as some VR games and um, other gaming studios. Um, and it's just a great time to interact and meet one another. Um, then we kind of go into our opening ceremonies where we kick things off. Can't explain too much, but you really want to sign up because this is going to be the best one yet. Um, truthfully, I'm not joking. And then uh, after that, things kind of get rolling. We have Venture Lab hosting a class of how to build teams um, and innovate and come up with ideas so that students who are from California and students who are from Texas are able to meet one another and realize that maybe they have a same goal for a project. And then, um, Jason, you want to explain some of the classes we're offering this year? Yeah. So this year, through this process, we have mentors to help our students. This year, we'll have 18 workshops. So this is ranging from drones, 3D printing, website development, mobile app development, cybersecurity, Python, robotics, and data. That's, that's awesome. So wait, is this, um, if you sign up for this, you're going to get to stay up all night and, and 
and do this stuff with a bunch of other teenagers hanging out. Definitely. So this it's like is a lock-in. Like, this is like a lock-in. Parent approved permission to stay up all night. Exactly. We do have waivers that obviously you sign, and we do background checks and all our mentors and volunteers, so that's a safe event, and we have security on site. But yeah, it's all in. We provide the food, the prizes. You get a free T-shirt for coming, um, and then there's swag that our sponsors give out. Um, but there's many opportunities to win, and don't worry, we provide the soda and stuff so you can stay up all night um, and take those classes. But we also have other opportunities um, to give students a break if you, yeah. Okay, so we're partnering up with Yoga Day US. They're going to do one hour of yoga at SOHAX. I like it. It's our second year, and we're very excited. Out of Five Points Local, they partner with us. Um, and then we do a trivia. So we want to give students a break as well because we realize maybe this is your first time, and it's a lot to take in. And we want to make it the best experience for you so that you can continue your computer science education and want to go into STEM industries after our event. Yeah. So aside from being all for high schoolers, uh, what makes this different from the other hackathons? Like as if there was one thing that comes to mind. I would say the one thing that comes to mind, there's actually two. First of all, we're free. Um, a lot of hackathons aren't free, but also the fact that there's no application. So if you were trying to apply to PenHaps or TreeHacks or any of those Ivy League hackathons, um, first of all, you'd probably have to be 18 or above, but they would ask you to have some type of prior experience. And we really target students who don't have experience. Now, if you are listening and you're like, okay, I've been to a couple hackathons, should I actually come? Yeah, we do have classes that are on an advanced track for you so that you can um, get that experience and continue your education as well. But we really provide more mentors and volunteers than any other hackathon so that you're not just on your own and expected to figure out the road. No, that's uh, cool stuff. So, yeah, I mean, the, that facility at Trinity is uh, amazing as well. Uh, we've been uh, over there for uh, they've got a summer entrepreneurship class uh, program that runs for um, startups that are founded by and, and run by the, the students there at Trinity. Um, and Luis, who's the director over there, has been uh, on CyberTalk Radio talking about entrepreneurship, trying to help folks in the cybersecurity community figure out how to start a company because uh, lots of folks out there doing interesting cybersecurity things but uh, not necessarily ready to take that leap uh, maybe until they learn a little bit more about uh, how to start their own business. So, uh, yeah, great friends of the program here, and uh, it sounds like great uh, work that they're doing uh, for uh, y'all with SOHAX. Definitely, yeah. Dr. Martinez, Carmen, Armanda, and um, Jessica Tomeo are definitely great helps, um, and they really help us so that it's a smooth transition to work with Trinity and get everything organized for this awesome event. And yeah. we're so thankful for them. Yeah. So, Jason, will this be your first year attending SOHAX, or did you attend one before your freshman year? Okay. I've never attended a hackathon before. Oh, and there we go. This is my first hackathon that I'll actually be uh, help run. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, diving straight into the deep end of the swimming pool. Yeah. So, as you, uh, you go through, and um, I guess this will be your first year there, Jason, but what are some of the things that some of the students have created at the past now? Because you've been, Julia, involved in this for a few years and uh, seen uh, what some of the kids have been able to come up with in just a 24 hour period. Yeah, definitely. So our students um, are talented on many different levels. So starting off with more of the advanced hacks, um, my most memorable hack was seeing students create a 3D robotic prosthetic hand that was fully functioning with the fingers and was able to pick up objects, um, which was remarkable. Those students were from Johnson High School. And then we had students who, um, from Reagan High School, were really passionate about chemistry. 
Um, and they realized that not everyone in their class understood as well as they did. And so they showed how the periodic table, if you click on the two items, um, how two elements um, combine to form a compound and what makes up that compound. And this was really helpful for those visual learners who um, needed to see this topic taught in another way. And lastly, um, one of my personal favorites was a group of students from Boys and Girls Club, who we partner with, um, came out to our event who never written a line of code before, didn't even have computer classes, and they built a website about inspirational women to them. It's pretty amazing stuff, uh, especially in a 24-hour period. And, and then if you expand the lens out and think that these are high school kids in a 24-hour period, is uh, most of those sound like they would be semester-long projects uh, for my high schoolers. And I, I'm, we've, I'm a parent of a whole bunch of kids, and we've most of them have gotten either into or through high school at this point. And I can't imagine any of them getting that stuff done in a 24-hour period. Yeah, it's definitely um, a lot of effort, but the students see how rewarding it is when they're able to present those projects and say that they created it. Um, and it builds confidence because we require them to present at the end of the event um, just in a science fair symposium style. So you're not up on stage, but you get to tell um, judges and community experts within computer science, cybersecurity, hardware out in the field about what you created and what you took away from this experience. And then you can win prizes from best beginner hack to most advanced hack um, to most educational. We have over 22 awards this year. Um, and we recognize every person in a team, so everyone will get a prize. But we want to make sure that you're Again, we, we recognize the effort you put in, even if you're a first-time coder. You're listening to 1200 WAI. This is Cyber Talk Radio, and I've uh, been joined uh, by the SOHAX team. Uh, we've been talking about how to get registered, what goes on there. Um, in the hackathon this summer, it's a hackathon designed for teenagers. If you just turn the radio on right now, you can listen to the rebroadcast and replay of this on Tuesday, July 21st. It'll go up on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com. Uh, you can also check out more on their website at sohacks.com. You can register there absolutely free. So, Jason, how did you hear about SoHacks and, and end up uh, working as an intern for it this uh, summer to help get this one organized and it's going to be again if you just turn the radio on it'll be uh, august 3rd and 4th starting on a friday running th all night on friday night through until saturday where the awards and prizes will get handed out but uh jason so uh, yeah how did you hear about sohax and, and decide to get involved in this and spend your summer working on it okay i got a part of sohax through julia julia came to our school and gave like a whole spew about it presentation y'all should come it's about coding it's about food it's about everything everything that a teenager and that's interested in computer science is into. So she told us about it, but then at the end she said, well, we're having an intern opportunity. And I was like, okay, well, let me see. Like, I'll send in my resume and put in like a, rec a letter of recommendation and then made it past that. And then one thing that I found it interesting was, I guess it was like to test my marketing. It was like, okay, your next part of your application process is to get five people to sign up. There you go. <laughs> Did it work? Yeah. Are all five of those other uh, kids classmates at 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 a Cast Tech with you? They are. They are. There yeah. you go. So, Julia, so how many schools do you go out and do presentations at? Um, it's one of our newer opportunities. So, I recently graduated high school, so I was a little limited on time because I was yeah. um, completely, you know, um, eight to five at school as well. But we've done a couple presentations. Uh, mostly, we are targeting um, through. Um, career and tech teachers as well as computer science teachers as we have outreach coordinators um, and those students come from um, different schools within the south side as well as more of the northeast 
um, part of San Antonio, and they help us um, reach different areas of San Antonio. Um, and we even have kids from Cibolo help us out, spread the word. Um, but yeah, we primarily also try to go to community centers and different activities. So we know um, if you're listening out there and you go to Fortnite Friday at Microsoft, oh, yeah. um, we can find you there too. And we want to let you know about this awesome opportunity because Microsoft will be out there um, bringing all their technology as well um, to our event. So is this the Fortnite Friday? Does Microsoft host this at their office here in San Antonio, or how does that work? Yeah, they host it. Um, okay. Jason's a little more familiar than I am, but yeah, <laughs> I don't okay. play Fortnite, but all my friends do, so I kind of know about it. You know um, about it? Yeah. yeah, Fortnite Friday is like this big get-together for just anybody that plays, and then they play at the La Quintero location, and then it's just like a big like free for Oh, so out at the, at the Microsoft store, mm-hmm. like yeah. they've got a big setup there. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, because they have, they have a development office and some other stuff here in San Antonio as well. Very it's, cool. Yeah, up on the... The north side of town uh, but yeah so out at the la cantera store mm-hmm. so f- fridays you can look it up uh probably on that store's website yeah, i would definitely. guess each of the, the microsoft stores do a pretty good job of having a local events calendar for events that they're running at the store so yeah there you go so you can learn about it there uh, if somebody w- was listening and wanted a presentation out of their school is there a spot they can go on your sohax website and re- request contact y'all Uh-oh. yeah so at the bottom of our website um we have our email contact at sohax.com and um we reply to it every day so if you send us an inquiry or if you have a question about your student if you know if it's the right event for them or if you want to be a mentor or volunteer um feel free to reach out or if you're like this is an awesome event and i want to sponsor next year um all welcome. So please do. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, the the more sponsors they have, the more kids they can help, the more uh, tracks they can run at the different event. Uh, as we are going to head into a, a news, traffic, and weather update here at the bottom of the hour shortly. Uh, when we do get back from that break, though, we're going to dive a little bit more into who's really teaching the kids on these different tracks. Who are the sponsors? Kind of what's going on? Um, and from our, our some of our conversation off airs, we were getting set up in a. And going here, uh, I mean, we had our producer said he wishes he was a teenager in high school again because he would go to SOHAC. So, uh, I mean, this is a, a pretty cool thing and just one of uh, many great things going on for uh, kids and youth education to get more folks uh, interested and aware of what the opportunities are uh, for a tech job, for computer science-focused jobs here in San Antonio and computer science education opportunities uh, if you uh, are inclined to listen to podcasts, uh, we've had on um, the program uh, twice now as well. Another one of our repeat guests because this this youth education stuff is so important. Uh, I could talk all day about advanced cybersecurity, but if no one is there to actually do the work, it doesn't matter. And we're going to have hundreds of thousands, maybe even millions of jobs that are sitting unfilled uh, unless we can change the way education is happening in middle school and high school to get more folks interested in computer science. And um, specifically, I'm really glad to hear that you have the Venture Labs folks coming out to SOHAX, which means uh, you probably are are trying to get uh, more females involved. Uh, I mean, Christelle's huge on that. They're just written a book called Venture Girls. If uh, you've got a uh, female kid that's interested in this stuff at all, please get that book, read it. Um, share it with them because uh, we see a huge drop off in the start of middle school. Um, you see an equal gender based interest and participation in this stuff. And by the time you, you get to your sophomore year in high school, it's sadly roughly 10x um, interest level on the male side versus the female side of things, which uh, does not have to happen. It's not an ap- it's not an aptitude, um, some weird gender thing that makes guys better at this. It's a social 
thing that is making uh, girls decide that they don't want to be scientists, they don't want to be computer scientists, they don't want to be computer programmers, uh, and we're not going to solve this without changing that social social stigmas. One of the initiatives when they first started as well was focusing on making sure that there was an equal opportunity between guys and girls to attend, and so by offering this type of event, they weren't just trying to target kids to get interested, but they also wanted to make sure that the gender gap was trying to close. And that's why we offer students entering ninth grade, because we know that the curriculum in eighth grade, if there is computer science curriculum, I know at my school in um, Northside, we didn't have anything for computer science, um, but giving them this opportunity so they can see this track, because also um, now for most um, public high schools in San Antonio, um, you have to choose a certain track or discipline that you want to graduate with. And so by introducing them and having them come in entering ninth grade, maybe they'll choose the STEM track and take the computer science with the pre-AP1 and the pre-AP2 and the AP computer science. Um, because with this trying to get everyone prepared now and having choosing your tracks for high school, it may be a little intimidating and students don't actually know what these words mean. Computer science, entrepreneurship, innovation. And so that's what we're trying to do so that they understand that maybe this is something you want to try out. Um, and it's an opportunity to, you know, get hands-on learning. And one of our mottos is that failure is okay, essentially, because computer science is a trial and error process. Um, and so even though we require every student to present at the end of the event, maybe students aren't presenting a finished, polished product. And that's okay, because remember, it's 24 hours. Um, and we want to recognize the hard work and what you took from the classes and workshops you attended. Um, and show that, again, there are some finished products, again, but that's not going to hurt you when we award prizes because it's about the work and effort and um, what you're able to create with teams and um, produce in this 24 hours. I mean, also, it's just no fun to learn uh, CS out of a book. Like, yeah. you, it, it's not fun at all. Or maybe even you can't learn CS with a 30-page PowerPoint. No, like, it- <laughs> Yeah, it's I mean, just not fun. It's not fun to learn anything really that way, which is why we're um, hopefully changing schools and education much more over to project-based learning, which is what we do every day in our work lives. You get given a project, and you don't necessarily know how to actually do all of the things to complete that project, and then you will go learn the additional skills you need along the way, or maybe you realize some of those skills are too hard for you to learn, and you bring a new expert into your team, somebody else that has already studied those things and has those skills. And now instead of doing an individual project, you're now doing a team project. And uh, this is the way work goes on. So the more schools can start to change uh, things that way so that folks move to a a project-based learning model, uh, the more uh, folks are going to be ready coming out of school to be successful in the workplace. Yeah, definitely. And also that's why we encourage students to work in teams because we know that teams are going to be there for the rest of their lives. Um, and having this opportunity to interact and come up with same ideas, but also incorporate others' ideas if they have so many different um, things in mind. It's a great opportunity to put that to the test at SOHAX. Yeah, so if you're uh, just turning the radio on right now, this is CyberTalk Radio, and we're talking about SOHAX. It's a hackathon for high school uh, students coming up here in uh, another weekend in San Antonio. So if uh, you're listening right now and you've got a high schooler out there or an eighth grader headed into high school that would like to spend uh, August 3rd and 4th working on uh, computers, uh, programming, and all sorts of fun things. We're going to talk into more detail about the after the break. Uh, they can go to SoHacks.com and get themselves uh, signed up. It's absolutely free. They're going to win prizes uh, as well. Uh, as uh, Julia was just saying, even if they are not the winning team, everyone's going to learn, make progress, uh, and uh, come out of this feeling accomplished and 
we'll talk about what some of the uh, other uh, kids have done at past So Hacks as well. This has been going on since 2014, and we've got some great stories to share in addition to uh, the rest of that uh, kind of curriculum in some more detail there after the break. If you uh, wanted to share this with your teenager, if your teenager's not up listening to uh, AM radio at 11 o'clock at night, uh, which uh, we're getting some chuckles out here, but you can listen to this on iHeart streaming as well, so not just on the AM dial. So you could be listening live on your computer via iHeart streaming. Uh, they'll be able to listen uh, on their iPhone or Android device or uh, via our website at www.cybertalkradio.com on Tuesday, July 31st, which will still uh, give uh, you a chance to, to get in, get signed up. They may uh, fill up and sell out. Um, so if they do and it's all full for this year, uh, you'll just have to pencil this in and, and uh, hopefully your students can uh, sign up and go next year. We're going to go ahead and take a quick break now for a news, traffic, and weather update, and we'll get back to talk about uh, the classes in some more detail and some of the stories of uh, these past students. I heard one went to WWDC. Welcome back to CyberTalk Radio. I'm your host, Brett Pyatt. 20-year internet security veteran. I'm joined this week by Julie and Jason who are here talking about SoHacks. Uh, you can learn more on their website at www.sohacks.com. This is not how to be a computer hacker criminal. This is about to how to use computer science and uh, computer engineering and 3D printing and all sorts of things to uh, make the world a better place with technology and learning how to put stuff together and build a project in uh, 24 hours. And uh, there's going to be uh, this summer's uh, So Hacks event, uh, August 3rd and 4th. Uh, you hop on the website and register and say that you heard about it on CyberTalk Radio. Uh, Julia's got some special prizes. Uh, she shared those before the break. So if you did uh, want to hear what those prizes are, check out the rebroadcast of this on Tuesday, July 31st. It'll be up on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com. Uh, if you're going to miss that August 3rd and 4th weekend, uh, there's all sorts of other stuff going on uh, all throughout the summer and all sorts of educational opportunities here uh, in San Antonio. Whether you are a high school student, uh, whether you've already graduated from high school, you're going to college, you're a college student, or you're a working professional, uh, if you uh, look at our, our past show archive on the website, we've had on, I mean, I guess even before high school. So uh, we've had on Debbie Fitzmeyer started a program here in San Antonio called Youth Code Jam. This goes all the way down to uh, as young as you are, as soon as you can uh, read and write a little bit and use a computer, you could go to Youth Code Jam and uh, check out and learn about technology there uh, on through to uh, one of the uh, SoHack sponsors. And we'll talk a little bit more about what they're doing at SoHacks, but had on uh, Code Up. So there, if you maybe just got out of the military and uh, you're looking at adding some computer programming to your skills as you go to get out, uh, they are GI Bill eligible, and uh, you can use your GI Bill uh, to go to Code Up and learn uh, computer programming skills that are uh, relevant for the workplace. So, uh, Julia, as we, uh, I headed into the break, we uh, told everybody we're going to tell uh, some of the past stories. So, SoHacks has been going on for a few years, and uh, as we were chatting off the air, it's like uh, I, I couldn't believe, um, and I don't even know that uh, many adults have been able to accomplish what uh, one of your, your former SoHacks attendees did. So, uh, let's go through this whole story here. So you, you had a, a, a girl who was a high schooler that uh, came to SoHacks a, a few different times, and and she knew some programming when she got there, but then started learning iOS. So what what is this whole story? 
Yeah, so we had a student who's been attending SOHAC since it launched in 2014. Um, and every year they came to learn something new. So usually we start kids on the website track. So the first year they came, they built a website um, and they did great as they worked with a team. And then the second year they came, um, they had some experience with Java from their computer science class um, at school. And so they built like an application um, through Android Studio. But it wasn't until the third year where they really took the opportunity to um, gain as much as they could from our classes. And so they took a class, an iOS workshop, um, taught by former, actually, students from the hackathon. And during that time of 24 hours, they learned all about Swift, which is the iOS um, programming language. And they created an app that essentially had to do um, with education as well, because they were really passionate about what they were learning in school. And they took that app after the hackathon, and it was, you know, a great prototype because we are working in a 24-hour scene. Um, and they worked to tweak it on and on. And this is when the student... Um, was above 16 years old and so they gave it a shot and they applied to Apple's annual conference the WWDC conference. That stands for Worldwide Developer Conference for those that are not uh, in the Apple tech nerd ecosystem. So this is not like some little San Antonio conference. This is Apple like the biggest company in the whole world puts on an annual developer conference uh, where developers from all over the world go to attend. So yeah, yeah set the stage for this. <laughs> yeah, so it's a huge deal. And so the student was applying to get a full ride scholarship um, to attend this conference. And also to attend, you have to submit your work to be accepted. And they took that app that they created at Sohex, um, and it was their first iOS application. And they made tweaks and little things here and there. And soon enough, they uh, before they knew it, they got accepted WDC. WWDC. Um, so after um, they published it, they actually reached out to us and explained how this um, hackathon experience really impacted them to see another side and learn another programming language. Um, and from there on, they created more apps and they were truly inspired to go into the Apple, um, to join the Apple developer community. So after they um, went to WWDC, they actually won a prize um, for their app and they put it on the store, which they have as um, their product or their prototype, as I like to say, um, and it's still in existence. But what was really cool is that that student realized that they kind of changed their career path by attending SoHacks in that they first had interest in like computer science area, but they really wanted to be a graphic designer. Um, and by attending and learning how the graphic design scene applies to iOS development or Android development, but particularly for them, the Swift programming, um, they decided to apply to um, Georgia Tech for computer science, and they actually got in. And with all their work and stuff that they created at SoHacks, it was a lot of resume boosters by attending our hackathon because they showed how they stuck with an initiative. Um, maybe they're not running the event, but by showing and showing a commitment that they started in the beginner level and then they went to the intermediate and they won each year to the advance and how they applied to give back after they learned um, truly helped them to get into college. And they actually do come back every now and then to help out with our hackathons. Um, but it's great to see the, how inspired students get from our event. Yeah, and uh, this is a, a big deal on the college applications these days. The universities um, are getting tracked and by parents now uh, on what is the four-year graduation rate what's the five-year graduation rate what's the six-year graduation rate so they want the uh, kids that are going to be able to stick with something year after year after year and go through school and finish and graduate because i think there's there's many folks out there that are willing to, to pay for college if they know that you're going to graduate at the end of it but if you're going to go for two years and then go on to something else that's bad for the university bad for the parents bad for the kids bad for everybody so uh that 
going to so hacks for multiple years sticking with that working on projects on the side and showing that commitment uh is the difference between getting into a top level computer science program at a place like georgia tech and, and not getting in yeah definitely and also um our team has realized the value of computer science in that everyone on our team has some sort of background so um, almost everyone has attended the hackathon before or has ran a hackathon, but they were introduced to computer science either through the hackathon or at their school, and they realized um, how essential these skills are. And everyone says it. You really need some type of technical skills and have it um, in the future. Even if you don't go towards computer science, it's great to have those skills so when they're needed, you're able to offer them. Um, and that's one of the other things we emphasize because not a lot of students come out and they're like, I'm going computer science track. But some other students have the initiative in that I have the skills if they're needed um, towards the industry I'm going to so that I um, have a lot to offer to the company that I start or that I work for. Yeah, because every industry has software in it now. Uh, I mean, this has uh, gotten to a, a point where, I mean, even... Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely everything has software uh, in it. So there's going to be software development jobs and cybersecurity jobs across every single industry. It's not just something tied to its own um, specific vertical uh, niche. This is something that's going to apply everywhere. Uh, I did a, a conference talk with uh, uh, certified public accountants uh, a, a few weeks back, and uh, I asked the audience, uh, anyone who wants to uh, give up email, go ahead and raise your hand. <laughs> yeah, everyone's laughing a little bit. But yeah, no hands went up. So no one wants to go back to the days before email of physically sending documents back and forth with a courier or using a fax machine. Uh, no, I mean, so technology is everywhere, and email is a really easy example of it. But um, going into to computer programming, I mean everyone's starting to use that inside their businesses as well as if I'm getting things emailed to me, how do I grab all those things out of an email and process them and do something with them to eliminate uh, repetitive routine tasks? And this is going to be something that we're going to be continuing to do over the next hundred years uh, to uh, really apply software to, to more and more activities and software development to more activities across every industry. So, if I'm going to go attend SOAX this year, so you've you've got a whole big uh, list of sponsors uh, that are both uh, supporting it with donations, prizes, but as well as teaching classes. So one of them I, I mentioned a little bit the the folks at Code Up. So they're teaching a few different tracks this year. What so what are they what are they doing? And is this their first year being involved in SOAX or not? No. So Code Up has been a sponsor of ours since um, our first year um, in 2014, and we're really thankful to have them. But what's really unique about CodeUp that um, is different from all our other sponsors is that the students, um, as I say students, um, people 18 or older who are in, enrolled in their program as they graduate and finish out their curriculum and their semester, those students come out to teach our students who've never written a line of code before about website development, HTML, CSS, JavaScript. And this has been a tradition every year. They offer two classes. Um, but since it's our fifth year and we've noticed that as we unite the San Antonio community, uh, many different organizations are giving more. And so this year we're really excited in that they're going to be teaching four classes. And so for the beginner track, we'll continue the HTML, CSS, JavaScript um, website development. But also for anyone else, we're trying to put a cybersecurity initiative in. And as we know, UTSA is great for cybersecurity and San Antonio is all known for it. We want students to access um, this type of curriculum because it's really not taught within um, the school systems and yeah, we're very excited to have them involved again this year. 
Yeah. And for cybersecurity in your high schools, they're not teaching it in a class, but your school, if you're listening out there as a parent or a student or a school administrator, you need to have a cyber patriot team. This is team sports for cybersecurity. Um, so if you if your school has a football team and will fund a football team, your school should have a cyber patriot team and should be funding that cyber patriot team. This is uh, team sports for cybersecurity. Um, and this is getting kids uh, into college programs. This there's the coll- collegiate level um, where they, they have the uh, collegiate cyber challenge uh, at the college level. So this is a sport that you can play in high school that goes on to a sport in college. And oh, by the way, um, while there's only a few spots in the NFL, there's hundreds of thousands and potentially millions of jobs in cybersecurity when kids get out of college. Uh, and potentially you can even go straight from playing high school cyber patriot into a cybersecurity career without even having to go through the collegiate level. So maybe more like basketball uh, where you get drafted right away and you go straight into the leagues. Definitely. Yes. So, so you got code up in there. So, and, uh, uh, one of, uh, that's, uh, another company that's super active out here in, in our community supporting, uh, all sorts of things, uh, HEB. So how does a grocery store get involved in a hackathon? Yeah. So, um, HEB does a lot of stuff. I actually learned about it by being an IT intern for them two summers ago. So HEB has almost every department you can think of, and their IT solutions department has a very intrinsic area where they have apps that they produce for the partners, so the employees, and they also have apps for um, people who are just shopping at the grocery store. Um, And so we've had them in the past, and Steve Ortiz, who used to work at Rackspace and then went to HEB, has been um, intrinsic in making sure that we're able to have um, mobile application classes, so Android Studio offered for our students. Um, And yeah, we're very excited to have them again, and this is a great beginner track for students who are like, oh, you know, I've built a basic website before. I want to create an app and I want to be able to take it with me on my phone. And so this is a great introductory um, way for students to get engaged. And we have a lot of websites and um, Android apps, which are the most common hacks or projects, as we like to say, for students creating. Um, But it's great to see those employees come out and What's really valuable is that the students learn what's out there in the workforce is actually relevant. So a very common question that if you ask any high school student, and I bet when I tell Jason, he's going to be like, yeah, that's true. What is the importance of this? Like, why am I learning this? Is like what every kid wants to know. And what's great is that kids see the inspiration and how everything that they're doing at this hackathon isn't like reading out of a textbook, as we mentioned earlier. It's very much hands-on learning Um, And that's why we also try to accommodate all learning styles. We have classes that focus on, um, I like to say, reading, writing, or typing. Um, We have kinesthetic classes. We have classes that are more for the visual learners and for the auditory learners that range from all our different sponsors so that students can learn at their best abilities um, and not just be focused towards one path. And that's also why there's no theme at SoHacks. So hackathons have themes like um, earth hacks um, where they're trying to help the environment or women's rights hacks, but ours is the educational opportunity for you to take your personal interests, whether it's football, as we mentioned, creating the next football game online, um, or if it's arts, creating some art studio thing as well. And you can also see a lot what students have in the inspiration and um, innovation within them. Another one of our sponsors is Via. So half the battle is making the app, but then you're going to get users that are going to be using your app, and you need to analyze the data, and that's when Via's coming in, and they're teaching a workshop on how to what to do with all the data that you're getting. Yeah. 
Yeah, we've had Steve Young on the program from Via. Steve and, and Via runs a, a hackathon as well. Uh, so if you know, you're a professional developer and you wanted to uh, integrate with Via's data APIs and you wanted to uh, build uh, an app uh, that would run across, uh, run on top of those APIs, use them to do interesting things, uh, check out uh, Via's hackathon. If you Google and look at that, you'll find out um, they do one uh, every summer as well. Um, they give uh, some nice monetary prizes, um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to some of the uh, apps that uh, have come out of this last year's hackathon as a, a business uh, downtown myself. Uh, this one was about using the bus to find places to go to lunch so like, you could look at bus time routes and uh, restaurant reviews and locations and food type and uh, and figure out from there, like if you said you had an hour and 20 minutes to go to lunch, like what time could you leave the office to get on the bus to go over there you could estimate the average time you'd be at that restaurant, depending on whether it's like a sit-down restaurant or a fast casual, and then uh, catch the bus back to the office. That way you, you track your lunchtime and stuff. So, yeah, it's an interesting one, and, and uh, people think, well, this is via this is the bus service. What are they doing with data? But um, they, they are tracking hundreds of thousands of riders all the time. They're tracking all of the different buses all over the place. Where are they going? Um, are they on time? Are they not on time? Uh, they make that information accessible via text message, via uh, web and mobile apps. They feed that data through to, to Google Maps and different things. So if you're in Google Maps, you can see the bus times and they're updated and accurate. Uh, so great uh, experts to have available to the high schoolers at SOHACS to talk about uh, data processing, data feeds, and what to go do with things. So that's uh, super cool that you guys have them involved in the, the uh, SOHACS high school hackathon here. We're really excited. It's another one of our initiatives because a lot of kids who maybe have been here for three years and they're entering their junior or senior year have created maybe the hardware hacks and the websites and, you know, the mobile applications, but they want to get access to stuff that they don't have experience in. And have, giving a set of data, there's a lot of things you can do with it. So they're going to be teaching basic queries and et cetera, but also how to apply that to mobile applications and um, different projects that students are interested in. Another sponsor that we have coming up um, is the SAMSAT New Museum downtown by the port. We're very excited to have them. <laughs> um, Dale, Drew, and David are truly essential. Um, uh, Dale has helped us out since the beginning at Rackspace, um, and Drew has helped us out when they had Doolab last year out of Geekdom. But yeah, there'll be lots of new artifacts that are in the museum. Um, can't spoil all of them, but you really want to come, trust me. Yeah. Um, and just like a lot of hands-on learning with 3D printing and a drones class as well. Excellent. Yeah, and if you wanted to learn more about the um, San Antonio Museum of Science and Technology, so it's a SAMSAT. It's out at Port San Antonio, uh, and uh, you can look for it online. Uh, it's a museum open here all the time. I'm pretty sure David is, is running the museum for free, so I don't think there's any admission. So great. Take your, your kids out. They can learn uh, about the technological history here in San Antonio. Uh, and a lot of just about the tech history overall. I mean, we, uh, interestingly enough, uh, microprocessors kind of started here. Lots of stuff with Wi-Fi started here. Many of the things that we uh, take for granted in our, our tech ecosystem have uh, ties and roots back into uh, San Antonio. So uh, let's see, what about USAA? Uh, they, they coming out and, and helping as well? USAA is coming out. They're USAA labs, actually. They'll be teaching VR and AR. So it's virtual reality and augmented reality. 
Yeah. So, uh, I mean, this this is one, uh, I mean, where, like, you can see USAA and this uh, tech is important to them. People think, well, it's an insurance company. Why do they need technology? But so um, most listeners, if you've been uh, out in San, if you've been living here in San Antonio for a, a while, uh, remember the gigantic hailstorm. Um, and this was the, the real big one that dented. It felt like half the cars all over the whole city. Well, I mean, it also broke roofs on a ton of houses. Uh, and if you were USAA, you'd have to send an insurance adjuster out to every single house, uh, which is time consuming. But if you could have, uh, you could either I don't know, fly a, a drone or, uh, now with your, your car accidents, my last car, um, wreck that I got into myself, I went in, the, in an app, I took, uh, 16 pictures of my car from different angles. And then it wrote me an automated quote. So you think like in this here's insurance and they're using technology to feed the images in they need to make an insurance underwriting adjustment and decision. So um, that virtual reality and augmented reality, they've got to be able to feed all that data in, look at it in a, in a real time and 3D way. And potentially you would want to be able to tie that back into where someone's seeing that information and it looks like they're actually physically out there at the house inspecting it. Um, but they're maybe back at a centralized location where they can uh, use their their time more efficiently throughout the day. I'm sure they'll come up with even some more cool stuff that I can't think about here. So um, now you, you've got the the Microsoft folks coming out. We mentioned before the break. Apparently they do a Fortnite Fridays up at the Lock and Terra store. So where you can hear more about SoHacks uh, as there's some SoHacks participants. I'm sure go hang out at Fortnite Friday. Um, and can tell you about their past experiences there. But uh, what else is Microsoft doing um, at this year's hackathon? Yeah, so they're going to continue um, last year where they brought in all their technology. So students were able to access surfaces as well as um, before you take the VR AR class um, brought to you by USAA, you'll have the opportunity to work with the HoloLens at our registration um, and other VR headsets. Uh, which is a great experience for students to see what it is and then want to know what goes behind the scenes and what it's made up of, um, which is also really important. Um, yeah, Microsoft will also be teaching a class. Um, that will be a surprise as well. In the past, they've been teaching robotics, and so they take some of the curriculum that they offer at the school, at the store um, and they bring it to our event, which is we're really appreciative of, especially because students get the opportunity to work with um, the new Surface tablets and see what um, how Microsoft also relates to the tech community and um, what they're doing within stores and different all over um, the United States and at their stores to give back as well. Yeah, no, that's uh, cool stuff. I know we we will not get through um, all of the sponsors and mentors and volunteers and give everybody here recognition on the radio because uh, we we would need to have a much longer program than we do have. So if you um, did uh, want to go kind of check that and find out about um, who all of the, the sponsors are and who uh, if you wanted to get involved as a mentor or volunteer yourself or if you're thinking, you know what, my company should be a sponsor, uh, go to their website at www.sohacks.com. Uh, and you can uh, see all the sponsors there. Uh, I know you. another one of the sponsors is uh, a former guest of uh, CyberTalk Radio, so uh, Digital Defense here. They're a cybersecurity firm headquartered in San Antonio. We've uh, had them on the program. I know they're sponsoring uh, your event. Uh, and then I, I know from sponsorship as well, um, we've, we've got the uh, 8020 Foundation uh, that's also helping out uh, there on the sponsorship. Uh, they've helped with the Trinity Students and Startup Program. Uh, that I'm a big proponent of, and we've had a, a number of those uh, Trinity 
uh, students. Uh, who else is uh, there kind of on the, that sponsorship side that's that's teaching some classes? So we do have Code Wizards with, uh, they'll be teaching the beginners Python. So um, for video game development or for mobile app development. Yeah, so th there's about a wide plethora of options. So pretty much we try to offer everything that we can and as we unite the San Antonio community. But what's also great is, as I mentioned, the girl who went off to Georgia Tech, um, there's similar experiences for students who've gained internships because during um, during registration, students are able to meet all our sponsors, such as Google Fiber, um, the Microsoft, and everyone who's a part of it, but realize what opportunities are out there and, um, you know, get to do some networking and meet one another. And we've had students come out and show their work at the end to these companies and gain internships. But it's also important for them because, again, it's another resume booster and it's a fun event. It's completely free and we really encourage you to come out um, and join us if you are in high school or if you're um, a tech expert in the community, come be a mentor. Um, just sign up on our website and then we'll send you a background check. And if you're a volunteer and you're a teacher maybe and you're a career and tech teacher but you don't know computer science, you can come and volunteer and um, just be there with your students and support them along the way. Yeah. So uh, you guys are going to fill up again at, at 300 students this year? Um, that's our goal, yeah. That's the goal. So uh, go online, register. If you uh, let them know, if you check the box saying you heard about it on CyberTalk Radio, uh, Julie's got some extra special uh, surprises for you when you, you show up at the event. Yeah, so you can um, be put in a raffle to win a new computer brought to you um, by Google Fiber, one of our sponsors. And also, if you mark it, you'll automatically get a free T-shirt. So everyone gets a free T-shirt, and one of our sponsors, really excited about Snake Hawk Press, Cruz Ortiz's company, will be designing this year's shirt. So everyone gets one of those for coming if you're a mentor, volunteer, or student. And we're also giving out um, other shirts and swag for students. Um, who sign up and hear us through different ways. Yeah. So if you just turned your radio on right now, you can listen to the rebroadcast of this on our website at www.cybertalkradio.com. It'll go online on Tuesday, July 31st, uh, the week before uh, the SoHacks event. So, uh, Julia, thank you for joining us this week. Jason, thank you for joining us. And a uh, uh, second time on the program. Uh, and uh, we'll look forward to uh, hearing uh, about uh, how this went. Maybe we'll get you back on, or maybe we'll get this year's winner from uh, the SoHacks Hackathon on the program to uh, share what they were able to design and build. That would be awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you.